Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And again, we're getting you ready for 2022. 2021's in the past. We're already into 2022. Who cares, right? If you won your championship, great. Awesome. Good job. If you lost, who cares? It's in the past. Those people that are still celebrating and celebrating that one, don't even worry about them. Like John, who cares? Right, Jeff? Yeah, who cares? It's it's in the past. Let's get on to 2022. Let's start the prep now. Let's get you ready because we're all going to be better next year, right? We know what to do now, Jeff. We know how to identify the breakouts that we should have had this year. So today we have breakouts, one per position. Later on in the year, we're going to take um, you know take a few months off like we do January, February-ish. Not much goes on then. But we'll start identifying more breakouts as you get in past free agents, past the draft, that kind of stuff. So stick around with that. We'll have a lot more players for you. But today, one per position. Let's start it off at quarterback, Jeff. I think this is actually probably, to me, this was the not as deep to find a breakout in my mind. There are a couple of options, but who'd you go with? Uh, people might argue that. He had such a big end of the year that they they might argue that he already broke out, but I, I kind of disagree because he, he was kind of stuck in the middle with a ton of guys. So I think because he finished so strong, and I'm talking about Joe Burrow, I think he is going to be my breakout. He's at the correct age. He has the, the right weapons. Uh, Chase has turned out to be huge. Higgins down the stretch was very, very, very good, um, which I want to see him continue and do. And then Boyd obviously is good as well. And then you have Mixon. You, you have everything you need. In the offseason, you could even add a, uh, you know, add an offensive lineman if they need be or, you know, whatever, you know, however they want to add to that team. They they're doing it the correct way. And what I really love is not only can you get the run game going, but at the end of the year, they said, all right, go get it, young man. And he just dominated the last couple of games. And that is absolutely what I want to see. He was very kind of like methodical. Uh, he, He was very, very. I don't want to say average is not the right way. He was, he was a very solid start for the majority of the year. Most quarterbacks had up and down. He had a few, I believe he had in standard. He had like an 11. He had a couple 18s where you don't get to 20, uh, you know, five weeks where you probably didn't really want to start him, but the last two going into the forties, that's what you want to see. And that absolutely can continue because of the weapons he has. And because of the upside of talent he has with his arm and his decision-making. So you know, Joe Burrow is going to be that breakout candidate for me. Um, the question will be, you know, can you draft him as a breakout or do you have to draft him as a top five because he might have a lot of heat behind his name? That's going to be the big question. Is he a be. value pick? So Joe Burrow for me. That really will be what ends up being the case with him. Is he, where does he go, right? Where does he go? I don't, I think he's still going to go eight to 10, maybe seven to 10 at the best. So because that, like people are going to say, oh, he already broke out. Yeah, he broke out for two games. Like it's only a two game. It's a it's two awesome games. I mean, yeah, major. I mean, but, 46 and 42. They they really are. And coming off and that was coming off like a 15 point performance. So, right. You know, well, you, it wasn't that long ago. We had when we had a bunch of the guys from our league on the show. Um, One of them, John, was saying, I'll take my chances with Joe Burrow. I don't care about going against Joe Burrow. That wasn't that long ago. You yeah, wouldn't say then, that today. <laughs> and they did in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, so, you wouldn't say that today. So I'm more. with you. Joe Burrow would definitely be – he's the traditional, I think, best breakout, right? And, yeah, people are going to – some. you get the ones, oh, he broke out. No, 
we're talking a different level here. We're talking this guy becomes one of the best. Right. Yeah, and, he, and we'll see. I mean, he might not play. We're doing this with one week to go. So he might not play. And in that case, I mean, he could finish just outside the top 10. Um, you know, if he played another game, mm-hmm. he had a huge one. He jumps into like he jumps into like number six spot or something. Sure. But he, let's be honest, like he's averaging right now, even after those two giant games, 23.89 in standard scoring. I mean, he is right there in the middle of everyone. I mean, you don't you don't start jumping up until you hit like a Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and those guys are averaging 26 point something, yep. right? So he, he's kind of in the the muck with everyone else. It, it was more of who was healthy and who wasn't. So those last two games really got him to that point where he's in the discussion, but is what we needed to see because before that, yep. we weren't exactly sure. But I mean, was it was it the talent carrying him? The last two games makes me think, no, nah, he, he is a – legit guy and with those types of weapons he'll be fine so i won't go burrow even though i'm fully on board with you 100 mm-hmm. burrow's the guy he he would be probably he's probably the best option here so i'll go with another one um you know i'm gonna we i don't know how many signs or how many you know things we saw from him but i'm gonna go with justin fields because i think the talent's there the running ability the throwing ability he has it all I, the coaching was the coaching staff holding him back that's what all of us are trying to are, are wondering, right? No one, I guess, really knows, but he has the tools to be a great fantasy quarterback. And if they get the right coaches in place, he does have good weapons with him. You would think Allen Robinson this year. I don't know what that was. You, um, he has Mooney, you know, commit Montgomery, Herbert, a lot of good players around him that I feel like with the right pieces with the right coaching staff in place, the right game plan, all that, we could see a Justin Fields breakup. We haven't seen a lot to show that yet, but we know that talent's there, right? So Justin Fields, if I have to go down the list, that's probably the next best option. I'm going to go Justin Fields as a breakup. I don't hate that one. I I worry that maybe next year won't, won't be a big enough jump for him to be fantasy relevant quite yet. But with all the tools you're talking about, you're absolutely correct. I mean, he he can run the ball. He can throw it. When you give yep. him enough time, I, I think with a year under his belt, it's going to do this guy a whole lot of help. And sure. you're, you're absolutely correct when you're talking about the weapons. I mean, it, it's funny that a team that I consider so bad uh, has, un, you know, the kind of weapons you were talking about. And if Allen Robinson is, if this is just a strange year, Tono, I mean, you, you literally are, it's like you're drafting a number one wide receiver all over again. And yep. Mooney already, already did it right. He, he's good. And I'm I'm a big fan of Cole Komet as well, so um, I, I'm I'm really on board. Um, it, it wouldn't yep. take a whole lot to turn that team around. Yep. All right, let's go over to running back. Who do you have at running back? At running back for breakout, <laughs> dude. I'm doubling down. <laughs> I was the biggest Dobbins fan going into the year, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lay myself on the altar of of you know Dobbins again. Uh, I think he is going to be the breakout. I think he would have been a monster this year if he didn't have that injury. Does it worry me to pick a guy that had an injury that he had to miss an entire season? Yeah, it does. But let's be honest. We saw how decimated the Ravens backfield was. And because everyone got hurt, no one had the ability to jump over someone else. Like, you know, I mean, Gus Edwards didn't have the ability to demand every single carry because Davins wasn't there. So I think we're in the same exact situation because of the crappy luck they had. And Dobbins, if he can get back to 
even in the beginning of the year, 90% of what he was going into this year. Yep. He's going to be good. He is going to be very good. And I, I could almost put him as a sleeper because coming off an injury, doing all that people, you know, they'll remember the name and they'll be like, he's going to be the number one, but this guy could be incredibly deadly. So I think he is going to be the breakout. He was number two for me. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm with you yet. I, I believe in the injury happened early enough where I feel like he's going to be full go for next year. And they, like you said, they showed they needed him badly. And he could do wonders for, for Lamar Jackson. So I, I'm all on board with that. So I went with uh, Javante Williams, who I think Melvin Gordon, I believe Melvin Gordon's a free agent after this year. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. If Melvin Gordon does not come back, Javante Williams could make a huge jump. Probably, if, I mean, without Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams will be ranked as a top 10 running back. I'm, I'm going to throw put my money on that right now. I feel like ninth, ninth or 10th, like right there at the end of it, but running back one. He will be ranked as a running back one, let's say up to 12, right? He'll be ranked as a running back one if there's no Melvin Gordon. I'm, I'm sure of it. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but this is like banking. Let's say Melvin Gordon's gone. Javante Williams is going to make a huge jump up. And he showed he can play. So Javante Williams, I think, will be a, a good addition next year. A good good pickup. But you're, if, if that's the case, you're going to be drafting him hoping that he breaks out, right? You're going to be drafting him at, a, at like a breakout level and not his production level. Yeah, yep. I, I couldn't agree with you more. He was my number two, and he might show up on another list. Uh, I have a feeling, uh, the only time will tell, but I have a feeling that that there will be another running back in that backfield with him. But I think yeah. that talent shined through. Uh, yep. I I am as high on him as you are. I think the guy is the real deal. So um, I, I, yeah, I got nothing else <laughs> to add. It was, it was Dobbins and him for me. I was like that, you know. Real deal talent going into a really good situation. I won't go too deep in it, but a couple other guys that were just on my short list was Tony mm-hmm. Pollard, just because I don't know. He seems to be getting more and more work, and we'll see what happens. And then um, I I believe in Ramondre Stevenson. And oh, this okay. this could be – it could be a – it still could be a split. It could be a timeshare, but it could become more of a timeshare of like a Stevenson-Harris timeshare. And like you see around the league, right? Like you saw Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. But if Stevenson got into that, that's a step up from where he was at the beginning of the year for sure. And he's shown he can play. So, and one other, <laughs> this is not going to happen. I really want it to be Rashad Penny. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I know. We'll see. That's that is a lot. To, there's a lot to figure out there if yeah, where he goes, I'll, what happens. I, but I don't I hate that one. I, I think that it, it very well could be. But it, once again, I, probably a split backfield. Uh, yep. But he could be very, very useful still. All right, let's go receiver. Who do you got? Um, I'm going to be a homer on this one, 100%. Um, uh, oh, I almost read from the wrong list. Actually. I'm going to. I'm going to keep. <laughs> I'm going to keep telling you. Almost, I already already wrote but, it down, so let's see if you're okay, right. No, no. Uh, I almost read from the wrong list. I have my all of these on different ones. Um, no, for my breakout, I am going to once again. I feel like I'm doubling down. I love this guy. I, I didn't say draft him high, but I'm like, watch out for the talent level. And he, the second half of the year, he really showed out. And it makes me believe the sophomore season is going to be even better. And that's Elijah Moore. I think the guy can flat out ball. And yep. I, I, I really wanted to see if Wilson could, could show me something. He doesn't have to be a good quarterback, but he has to be good enough to get Elijah Moore the ball. And I do think that he is going to fit that bill. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they're slowly moving in the right direction. They have a lot of holes to fill, but there will be enough there for Elijah Moore to be fantasy relevant week in and week out. And the guy is just, I mean, I, I don't know. He, he reminds me of a lot of these other 
players that came before him that just have swag and you see him and you're like, oh, he, he's got it. Um, and I, I think that he's going to be the real deal. So Elijah Moore from the Jets, I realized not the greatest situation, but I'll, I'll take the talent. Uh, he was my pick too. That uh, oh, no, Elijah Moore is my pick. I mean, I, I, he really showed some stuff there at the end. Like this guy can play. And this is on, it was in a bad situation, but he, he looked great. So Elijah Moore for sure is my pick. I mean, there's other guys I like that you could look at, but I mean, Elijah Moore was my top for sure. Yeah, and, and people will, it's kind of one of those easy ones to forget, but he did like weeks nine through 13 before he got hurt. He had five touchdowns in five games and he was really starting to come on. And that is on a team that couldn't really move the ball. So absolutely have to love him. Yep, for sure. I'm all on board with Elijah Moore. I could also see some step up from like a Jalen Waddle next year. He he had a great year, but I could see him jumping up more. Um, there's other guys like that, but Elijah Moore is really like the true like breakout to me. Yeah. Like that's just yeah. Waddle is a very good pick as well. I, but, I would never argue with that. And I, I'll probably rank Waddle ahead of Moore, but it's yeah, not as I much of too. a breakout essentially in a way. He he already had a great year. He will be better too. Um, there's some other guys that we, I mean, we, there's gonna be guys we hope for that aren't going to be like breakout picks. Like I still believe in Kadarius, Tony's talent, but he's not a break. I'm not going to say, Oh, this guy's going to break out. He needs a better situation than what he has. So there's other guys like that. So, all right, that's it for those three. Let's go to the final position tight end. It's always a little more difficult to predict. I feel like, but who, who are we looking at? <laughs> it takes a couple of years to, for these players to be able to work out for us. So this might yeah, not be, I, maybe it doesn't happen this year, maybe, but maybe it happens in a couple of years. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty confident in my pick. And, and once again, people are going to be like, what are you talking about? But tight end is so shallow and such a bad, bad position at the moment that I am going to go with a guy that his breakout is going to be from the back top, you know, back 10 to the top three, which is a very hard thing to crack. But I went for Kyle Pitts. I realize everyone is going to rank him insanely high, but as far as a breakout, the numbers are going to skyrocket. I mean, it's just what is going to happen. He already has a pretty good start as far as yardage. He was able to surpass a thousand yards, but he only had one touchdown. That is going to change. So I think the sky's the limit for this guy. So, you know, breakout, um, you know, it's not coming from a relevancy. It's coming from, he's going to finish as like the seventh overall tight end, which for his talent level shouldn't happen. you know, when we're <laughs> when we're looking at how poorly everyone did, uh, this guy is going to be battling, you know, the George Kittles, Travis Kelsey and, and Mark Andrews for that type of top tier guy. Um, yeah. So it, it's all of whether or not Atlanta can put anyone else around him. So, you know, so teams can't just completely try to take him out of the game. The, the guy's the real deal. 100 percent. Yeah, he's the tr- he's the breakout here. He's going to become, I believe, that top tier player. Because Kelsey's not going to be up there for much longer. Travis Kelsey, I don't even know, what is he, 32, 33? What is he at? I don't even know anymore. He's getting, like, that's, he's starting to age a little bit, you would say. He's 32. He'll be 33 next year. He's not going to be up there at the top forever. I mean, we've seen George Kittle with a few injury, little, you know, some injury issues. Uh, Mark well, Andrews also, has been great. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Andrews, is, he's probably the, well, I mean, I think Kelsey is the safest and then probably Mark Andrews. We've talked yeah. about this on our Kel- tight end thing. Kelsey, yeah, for next year, I'm still good, but it's going to start to fall off. But Pitts, Pitts is going to get that level. I saw some comparison. I can't remember exactly the players, but the comparison that put Pitts with like his first year numbers and all this stuff, it was just like he compares to some great players. Like, and people don't even realize this. Like, cause it just feels, I don't know what it is. It just feels he had such hype that people expected so much, but this was a, 
just a great year for a rookie tight end. Absolutely great year for rookie tight end. I mean, think about this. He, he, like, no joke, the number difference is going to be about, and and Travis Kelsey is number two only behind Mark Andrews. And Kyle Pitts, after, with one game to go, who knows who's going to play and who's not going to play. He's going to be about 75 yards behind Travis Kelsey. The big difference is he had one touchdown. Travis Kelsey had eight. So, I mean... That is going to, once again, tight end, tight end is going to be, or tight end, tight or touchdowns for tight ends will always be the, the big magnifier and seven touchdowns is the thing that catapults you all the way from seventh to second. Uh, And I I think that his yardage could be way higher than that. Mark Andrews only, you know, he's going to finish probably with just like 1200 yards, maybe 1300 if he plays last week, that is not a big chasm to jump. So, yep. All right. My pick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, let's see, you know, I'm going to go off the board. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to go more of like a sleeper, deep sleeper type pick, but this is my breakout. And you're going to be like, what the heck? You're, you're going to take my sleeper, you son of a. <laughs> no, uh, well, this is our Maybe. I don't know who you have, but this is, I'm going to, I'm going way off the board. I feel like I'm going with Josiah DeGuara, Green Bay Packers. Yep, see, you're going way off the board. I, I'm going to go way off the board on yeah. this. So this should be a sleeper. I'm just going to, but I'm going to give a little preview for people. I want to give a little sleeper preview, but this to me feels just like that classic third year type tight end that finally like becomes something right. So DeGuara was a 2020 draft pick. He was third rounder. He's drafted fairly high for a tight end. Really third round. He's up there. He didn't play much in his first season. He, I think had one catch actually in two games. If I, if I'm, I remember I looked at the stats earlier this year, he's had 22, get 22 catches, 179 yards, a touchdown this year off 29 targets. Something I've been watching a lot of green Bay games and I just starting to notice him out there often. It's, it's not translated to anything more than three catches in a game yet, but I've been noticing him. I just feel like this is that guy who's going to all of a sudden next year. This happens at tight end all the time, right? You start to notice a player and all of a sudden third year, boom, he becomes something a little more. And I guess we keep always wanting that tight end for Green Bay, right? It doesn't yeah. quite always happen. Ta- Tanyan, Tanyan, whatever happened a little bit last year. DeGuara is a more talented player than him. And I just feel like this is, I know I'm going off the board, but this is what I'm going to do at tight end for this pick. It's DeGuara. Look, look out for him. Just keep an eye on this guy it's probably not going to get to a level where you even draft him next year. Like I I don't see that, but just keep an eye, keep him on your radar and look for a break. And you know what? He will break out. He's going to break out from (laughs) wherever he is this year at tight end, but you know, he's like 53rd. He'll break out from there. It very well could be. Once again, he catches a handful of touchdowns. He'll be in the top 20 for sure. (laughs) So there's, there's no, honestly, the only thing that, that I will like immediately. I was like, it's not going to happen because you said it out loud. It's because every time you want Green Bay to yeah. use the tight end, yeah. they're like, I mean, nah, we'll just throw another one to Devontae Adams. So well, once True. Again, a lot, a lot is going to be shaken up probably in Green Bay too. Maybe not. Maybe we don't know it's a winning game, but no doubt he's a talented player. Yep. And this is all dependent on Aaron Rodgers being back, which it feels better. I feel like it seems to be trending that way where. Rodgers is coming back. I don't mean, I don't, obviously we don't know that, but it just feels, everything feels better, right? Number one seed in the NFC. It just seems like things are going in the right way. So I think Rodgers will be back. <laughs> I yeah, think so. winning, every, yeah, winning, winning tier stuff, winning right? Helps all, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, unless they win the Super Bowl and he decides I'm done. Like you can see Aaron Rodgers doing that too. So that's not crazy, but all right, there we go. There's the breakouts. There's the fun list. 
Now, next episode, we're going to be back with a boss list, which people just always will be upset with us. So can't wait for that one. Yeah. All right. That'll do it. Talk to you guys next time.